My novel Finding Home is available for purchase on February 20th in everywhere that books are sold. One reader called it a spiritual experience embedded in pure drama. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. Tell a fantastic story, but reveal all the layers of spiritual truth that were in the prodigal son parable when Jesus told it. But we miss it with our Western eyes. You will be amazed at the Father's incredible love for you. You can find out more on my website, susankamacias.com backslash finding dash home. What great wisdom from Ann Voskamp. And that's a great question for us to ask. Do we really ever know which mark we make that will matter the most? Maybe our little faithfulness that we are doing day by day by day, one of those can make an eternal difference in somebody's life. I'm so glad you found the We're Not Done Yet podcast, a special place for emptiness moms who are trying to find out what Jesus wants them to do next. I'm Susan Macias, author of the book, Unceasing, A Parent's Guide to Conquer Worry and Pray with Power, and the devotional, 31 Days, Praying for My Daughter. Sister, the Lord places special calls on this emptiness stage of our life. So let's help each other figure out what to do next, because we're not done yet. Before we start the interview, if you or your church is looking for a speaker for your women's group, I just want to let you know there is nothing I love better than teaching the Word of God to a hungry group of women. I love encouraging, exhorting, and calling women to follow the Lord in whatever season of life they find themselves. So go on over to my website, susankmacias.com. There's a speaker page with a form you can fill out and reach out to me. I would love to minister to your group. What does it take to be a great woman in the Bible? We are looking over these few episodes at some great women in the Bible, but they may not be the ones you would expect to be on this list because I don't think we have to have big, heroic, becoming a queen kind of stories in order to be a woman who is great and doing great things for the Lord. Ann Voskamp has a quote that is the theme of this series that I'm doing. It's in her book, The Broken Way. And it says, every day with every word we get to decide, do we mar the world or do we mark the world? Why in the world disdain the small? It's always the smallest strokes that add up to the greatest masterpieces. Because the thing really is, do we ever really know which mark we make that will matter the most? The extraordinary things happen nowhere else but in the everyday. What great wisdom from Ann Voskamp. And that's a great question for us to ask. Do we really ever know which mark we make that will matter the most? Maybe our little faithfulness that we are doing day by day by day, one of those can make an eternal difference in somebody's life. For this series, we're looking at women from the Bible directly because I always want to go to scripture first to learn a concept or principle. Scripture makes promises of what it can do, big things that it can do in our life. I listed two in our last episode, episode 54. So here's two more promises of scripture. One is from Romans 15, 4, where the Bible tells us that it will instruct us and give us hope. So those times when we're sitting there going, I don't even know what to do next, the Bible can be the one that instructs us. And when we look at our world and we think, I don't even have hope that there's any way that things are going to work out. 
it can give us hope. The next promise in Hebrews 4.12, and the word promises to divide between our discernments and our thoughts and intentions. And I love this picture because, yeah, let's be honest, our thoughts and our intentions, they get all jumbled up together between good intentions and selfish intentions, between good motives and bad motives. And the word can divide up that mess, discern between one and the other and help us see what to pursue and what to lay down. So we are going to scripture to find another great woman that is mentioned in the Bible who does great things for God, but in a a life that might not have looked great from the outside. This woman appears in Luke 2. And if you know anything about Luke, you know, Luke 2 is the Christmas story. If you grew up in the same time I did, you might have grown up watching the Charlie Brown Christmas which was one of my favorite Christmas traditions. And Charlie Brown's trying to figure out how to have Christmas and gets so frustrated at the end. And Linus goes up on stage and he starts reading out of Luke 2, the Christmas story. And it's so beautiful. It's a wonderful thing to do every Christmas. But later on in the chapter, we find out that Joseph and Mary take Jesus according to the law to the temple eight days after he was born. They're going to give a sacrifice and he is going to be circumcised. And as they're walking through the temple, the temple grounds were huge and there were different courts and areas where people were milling about. There might be teachers teaching there. There was a lot of activity that was going on. And there is a woman there. There's a woman who is called a prophetess and her name is Anna. We don't know a lot about Anna, but this is what we can discern from scripture. She's a prophetess and being labeled that means that she did that. She would receive words from the Lord. She would give prophecy from the Lord. She would probably also teach um, out of the word of God. Her family is the tribe of Asher. Near the 12 tribes of Israel, she's from the tribe of Asher, and she is the only member of the tribe of Asher in the Old or New Testament that is ever called out for a notable work. So she isn't coming with some big family name that she can claim to have authority. She was advanced in years. I just love that. Such a nice way to say she's probably pretty old. And we find out a few verses later that, yeah, she was old. She was 84 years old. And that's just amazing. And I think that's important for us to think about when we might be feeling a little old or a little out of date. She was 84. Moses was 80 when he led the Israelites out from Egypt. So we know she was 84. We also know that she was widowed after only seven years of marriage. So she most likely had been widowed a very, very long time because Hebrew girls at this point in history got married very young. And so she had served in the temple ever since. She never left the temple. She stayed praying and fasting and being a prophetess there. So she probably never had children in that marriage. We know she served day and night. So this is who Anna is. This is her story up to this moment. But what happens when she sees Jesus? Remember, baby held in the arms of mom or dad, walking across to go get circumcised. She recognizes him. She walks up to him. She immediately begins giving thanks to God. And she sees and proclaims the divinity of Jesus. There's only one other person that does that in the Bible at this point, and that is 
um, Simeon, who is also elderly and also in the temple. And he had been promised that he would see the Messiah before he died. And he saw Jesus and recognized him. And then we find out that from that moment on, Anna continues to speak of Jesus to all who looked for the redemption of Israel. She was proclaiming who Jesus was, the divinity of the Lord, that the Messiah had come and redemption was at hand. Her long faithfulness, her committed years of praying and fasting and serving attuned her eyes and her understanding so that she saw Jesus for who he was, the son of God. And you know what? This just, for me, this story is such a beautiful picture and sort of a kick in the pants because I want to see Jesus when he shows up in my life, around me, on the street, when he's showing up with opportunities for me to serve him or love others or proclaim him. I want to see it. I don't want to miss it. This is a, an example of long faithfulness. And she had served day and night for all those years. We don't even know how many years, but every indication from scripture was that it was a very long time. It was decades. And that long faithfulness that she um, was able to see the Lord. Faithfulness can change the course of lives. We never know when that one moment is going to happen. I don't think Anna woke up that day and said, okay, today's the day. It's just that it happened and she recognized him and it changed her in changed her message of what she could tell others. I love this scripture from second Corinthians four, five, and six. And this is Paul talking to the Corinthians. And he says, for what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. God wants us to see the light of the knowledge of his glory and to share it and proclaim it to others. As we see through Anna's life, every moment of our quiet story can hold an opportunity to see Jesus, to proclaim him to this world that desperately needs him, to live in light of the knowledge that he gives. Anna was not disqualified by her age. She wasn't disqualified by having no children. She wasn't disqualified by being a widow. She wasn't disqualified by being a woman. Her long faithfulness and holding on to truth, no matter what went on around her, meant she saw. At that very first moment, before Jesus performed miracles or multiplied bread or did anything to prove anything, she saw it and she knew who Jesus was and she proclaimed. Let's be women who do the same. Let's be women who live long, faithful lives looking for the Lord and opportunity to proclaim Him to those around us. All right, next week, we're going to look at another great woman in the Bible who had all the excuses not to be great, but who in the Lord's eyes was. Thanks for joining me today. Check out my website, susankmacias.com to find more encouragement and to be empowered toward taking your next step. 
Connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Susan K. Macias. If you enjoyed the podcast, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever platform you listen on. Subscribe and share it with a friend who needs some encouragement to pursue God's call. And what about you? What's Jesus calling you to do? Be brave. Take a baby step. Do the next thing. Because you're not done yet. 